0: Welcome to the Anxiety Diaries Podcast, where the chicks are sweet and the cats are cooler. Get a refreshing beverage and sit back and enjoy the show. This is the Anxiety Diaries Podcast. My name's Mark as always, and what a day I've had. Internet has gone down to the slowest possible, and I had a rash on my face earlier this afternoon. What a palaver I've had all day long pretty much the rash was from aloe vera gel and if you use it over an extended period of time you tend to get this rash because you're having too much of it so pretty much i've had that my face was burning like anything but in terms of my internet i don't know what's going on with that but anyway let's get on with the show guys today's show is all about vulnerabilities and whether it's good or bad now i don't know much about this topic i've been vulnerable myself so somewhat that is going to help but in other ways it might not we'll see Let's look at being vulnerable in many different ways. For example, there's good and bad vulnerabilities. There's openness to being vulnerable and exposure. Exposure in the bad way as well as the good way. And openness in the good and bad. Being vulnerable is either a good thing or a bad thing. And we're going to touch on that because I think people think that being vulnerable is sometimes a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing. But also sometimes it is in some ways. But we're gonna touch on that. We've got different parts of the show because I like to hit on different, you know, different aspects of that problem. Sometimes it may not be the right thing we're hitting at, but it's still an open genre of a topic. So, you can be vulnerable for many different reasons. It doesn't have to be a specific thing, but mainly when it comes down to being vulnerable, it's like you've been hurt so many times. You build up that barrier and you don't let that go down. Now, that is a good barrier to have, but sometimes when you're vulnerable with people, that comes down. And this is what we're going to touch on now, is that you'll learn who your real friends are. Say, for example, you've got something really secret to say. And you put trust in somebody. That vulnerability comes down. It comes down and you tell that person that secret thing. Now, do you trust them? That's a simple question. Do you trust them, yes or no? If the answer is no, then really, you shouldn't have told them. But if the answer is yes and they still tell somebody else, then you learn Who your real friends are. Because a real friend doesn't go and telling everybody else your issues. Because that's between you and them. You do learn. I've had this so many times. I've had like many friends like say like what I've told them. And it's like yeah that was private pretty much. Now I'm lucky to have a group of friends, close friends who I tell anything to. And they will not tell anybody. It's not even brought up in conversation. It's never ever discussed. It's never ever said outside of the circle. It's pretty much, I know I can trust them. And that's what you need to do as finding friends. I've actually picked up on this in the podcast titled Friendship. You know, I went over this about how you only need five friends. That's it in your life to keep you going. Five friends. And that's all you really need. Anything more, it tends to become somewhat chaos it becomes chaos because you don't know who to trust and you don't know who to be vulnerable to or not who to let down your walls you never know you don't know who you can trust these days because they're all got an agenda near enough everybody's got an agenda of their own but you'll find that you have some friends that don't have that agenda and who do actually keep you as a friend Even with this said, I mean, if you open up to somebody, they tend to relax with you because you're sharing your problems, and they become vulnerable around you. Now, not everybody is painted with the same brush who will just want to find out information from you to see where your weak spots are, to see where they can get you. Some people do want to learn about you as a friend, or as a person, or as a human being, for that matter. But pretty much, you know, they'll let their walls down because you're talking your problems with them. Now, that is fine and dandy. But again, it's about trusting that person. A friendship or even a relationship or whatever you want to call it is a two-way thing. Anything is a two-way street. And that's where you keep the trust. That's where you keep the bond. And that's what you need pretty much you need that bond and you need that trust because if without that there is no friendship there is no relationship or whatever it's got to be trust you never know really because at the end of the day you might share that with that person and then years to come you'll be best friends with that person for years and years and years and it might be your lifelong friendship that you all you know try to find, because we all try and find friends, we all try and find people to be around for the rest of our lives, but pretty much they all come around once in a while, and it's not that often, pretty much, because a lot of people do have their own agendas, who do only want things out of you when they want it, you know, who use you, pretty much, and that's when you not, that's when, sorry, I've got my words mixed up today, but that's when you need to stop being vulnerable in the sense of a bad way because they'll just carry on seeing that vulnerability and they'll carry on using you, using you, and using you until probably you've got no money left and once the money's run out they go away or whatever their use is it doesn't have to be money but whatever they're after once that runs out pretty much it does determine whether they run off or they stay. If they stay, they're a friend for life, if they don't, then they used you. Hook, line and sinker, pretty much, just used every part of you and they didn't care because they got what they wanted, pretty much. And that happens in life, unfortunately, because people have their own agendas and it's pretty selfish, if you ask me. I just had to take a quick impromptu break there for my sugar levels because I felt a bit dizzy. So I thought I'd get something uh, sugary in me. So I had to take a quick impromptu break. But on my show notes now. We have got being vulnerable to a partner. Basically a relationship. We're talking about a relationship. Being vulnerable to a partner. Now I do have to put a disclaimer here. It's not explicit. But if children of a younger age. Don't really want to hear this. and skip to the next part. Um, this is about three, 2-3 to three minutes long. So pretty much. Go ahead, skip ahead, if you don't want to hear this. So, being vulnerable to a partner, now you do have to be in certain ways. When you get with somebody, you do have to be vulnerable to them because you're giving yourself to them, per se. You're laying your barrier down to that person. Pretty much, you have to be vulnerable with a relationship, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Because that's a person you trust, okay? Okay. So, pretty much, we're not going to go into the explicit, but if you're an adult, you will know what I'm talking about. You will have to let your guard down. You share something intimate that nobody else, they'll share it with. They'll share it with only you, you know. That is it. The intimate part of it is dearly for you, because you both let your guard down, and that is because you want to be close to that person. You don't want to be all shy and you know, uh, like a recluse kind of way, um, you don't want to be shy around your partner, you don't want to be, um, hiding things or whatever, because it's good in that sense to be vulnerable, because you can be, like, intimate with that person, you can love that person, they'll love you back, again, you're both letting your guards down, which means it's making you vulnerable, which is a good thing, as I said at the beginning, being vulnerable is neither a bad or good thing it's a bit of both in some ways so you have to kind of put that on a coin and twist it basically to see whether that is good or bad to you but i don't see it as a good or bad thing um because you know you're letting yourself be who you want to be to that person and you love them dearly so you kind of you let your guard down because you love them and that that'll be it I don't know whether anybody's noticing that I'm kind of like shouting to do this. I guess it's like the setup that I've got at the moment. I haven't got a permanent kind of way that I'm doing all this. It's like i'm I'm sitting there going, well, I don't want to hit make the breathing sound as as loud, so I'll sit back and then I'm compensating for that by shouting <sighs> pretty much if anybody knows of good software, I mean I'm using Audacity, which is a good piece of software. But it doesn't pick up everything, and I'm like, uh, pretty much it's not a good thing all the time. Because you just, uh, you, you can't, can't always get rid of everything. And I guess it's like any software, but, uh, see, vulnerable piece of software, which we will get to later on in the podcast about software, because software vulnerabilities, I know some people aren't techy, but I am, and I could probably bring, 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 bing. get your words out, Mark. God, today has been one of them days, guys. I'm not having a good day today. But pretty much, I'm struggling through this podcast to make entertainment for you guys. And I I hope it's working because the popularity of the podcast is going up. um, So I guess my humor isn't wasted sometimes. Now, the one thing I did want to highlight is the vulnerability when it comes to scam calls. Now, we could all be a victim to this. But mainly, I'm going to say that people with disabilities or people that are of the elderly will fall for this. Because when it comes to the elderly, they're so old-fashioned. And when something goes wrong, they're so quick to fix it. And they think the person, they're too trusting, basically. And again, that's the same with disabled people. They become too trusting with people and... They, you know, whoever it is will just take advantage of that. Now, luckily enough, like, I've got a uh, learning difficulty, if you didn't know. And I'm lucky enough that I know the signs of somebody trying to take take advantage kind of thing. Um In some ways. Some people would say otherwise. But, yeah, it does happen. And that's one thing we need to protect the elderly and the disabled from. Um, I think there's a telephone preference service here in the UK that you can sign an elderly person up to or a disabled person up to so they don't get as many scam calls come through but the thing is these scammers are getting to the point where they're using different numbers that aren't blacklisted and pretty much like landline numbers and um I was watching uh what was it I think it was fake britain I believe it was And I think they were on about scam calls. It was on the BBC. And uh, they were talking about this bloke who got a phone call. And they said they were from the bank. And they needed to come and collect his cards. Because um, they'd been compromised. Now anybody in their right mind would know. Again that that wouldn't. Your bank wouldn't do that. Wouldn't send a cab to pick up your card. But this is what I'm trying to highlight. That the elderly probably don't understand that. Um, And especially people with disabilities, they won't understand that. It'll be like, oh, yeah, here you go, you know. It's like um, waving catnip to a cat, you know. It's pretty much one of those situations where they will not understand, but the other person will just pounce on that, and they will know. But luckily enough, actually, in the episode that I saw, when he done that, he already posted the cards off, but then he suddenly realised he went, Oh, I think I'm being scammed you rung the police now, unfortunately he couldn't stop the uh, Cards from being taken um, Because they've already gone and the person who picked them up and or whatever already drew out I think it was a thousand pound out of his bank account pretty much You don't want to have that to happen to your elderly or disabled relative and you know this is why we need to educate people on these scam calls. This is why I'm putting this in here because it needs to be highlighted for their own safety. I was doing research on for the show yesterday and I was searching all different things about vulnerabilities and, and all that. And I came across this thing about how people can become invulnerable. How they build up such a wall that they're they're just not vulnerable. But I don't think that's true. I think in some ways we're all vulnerable in some way. You can't just be completely invulnerable. I mean, it's not like a game as such. I mean, if you're not invulnerable, means it means like you're the god. You're the... Um, it's basically you've got infinite you know you can't be hurt basically that's it you can't be hurt but i don't think that's true i think in some ways we all become vulnerable because we let people into our lives and then we get um you know rubbish from that and you know and you're not friends anymore and i think um in other things you get conned by companies and you know that's because sometimes sales you know they prey on the vulnerable and they can sense that I think there's no such thing as invulnerable. I think what I was reading probably was a load of rubbish. I'm not sure. um, But I don't think anybody is invulnerable. I think in some stage you have got some vulnerabilities. It just doesn't show as easy as others, I think. We must remember that there is a root cause to any vulnerability. Whether it be you've been hurt or uh, different aspects of your life have gone rubbish There's always a root cause on why you're vulnerable and this is why it kind of relates to anxiety because uh, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable situation and you know you're heightening your anxiety by doing it so that makes you vulnerable and scared. Again if we look at things it's neither a good or bad thing but you're facing your fears with anxiety but therefore you have to make yourself vulnerable to do it. Because you need to get past that. Do you see what I mean by you need a good... And it's either good or bad. It's <laughs> Pretty much... There's a... It's a wide tapestry. Um, and I just said that wrong. Wide tapestry. But I just had... did you know what? It's quite funny that I just... Sat and just started reading that off. And I was like... Mm, my brain's gonna have a fart in a minute. Pretty much did. And I was like... Nah... Mark, what are you talking about? Basically... So I had to redo part of that and delete part of that, but that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, my brain's having a vulnerable moment, pretty much. So, as explained, invulnerable. Basically, you are a god. You're, you know, nothing can hurt you. And you know, what? I've, I just realised last night what this actually meant. You know, I've been playing video games for years, absolute years, and I've probably come across the term. So many times in like at least 22 years. Obviously because I was like a, a six year old. Playing Grand Theft Auto. That was good parenting wasn't it? <laughs> pretty much Grand Theft Auto 1 and Grand Theft Auto 2. You know if you've ever played the games. They pretty much weren't violent. Compared to today's violence. I, I think it's a complete contrast. On um, what the games were like then compared to now everything is too realistic and you know kids still play them things but anyway getting on invulnerable basically means you're nothing can hurt you basically you're invisible to hurt uh, and being vulnerable you have so many lives it's unbelievable nothing can hurt you even you know something from killing you you're invulnerable to that and that's the same with feelings and you know your vulnerabilities uh it's somebody they say can be invulnerable, but I don't think that's like I said, I don't think that's true. I think that's a load of rubbish. I think uh whoever came up with that little study got that wrong because I think everybody is vulnerable in some sense. This is the part of the show that I came up with just this morning while I was in the shower of all places. Um, and you know, I'm on social media. You've got all the links in the show notes. Um, so it saves me going over them again. But if you get hold of me on one of them with this answer to this question, I will uh, feature what you said in the next podcast. And the question is you're on a desert island. You get to take three things. What are those three things? And if you had to only pick one, because the two got took took away what would be that one thing you'd use or keep sorry what one of them things would you keep to keep you on the desert island and it could be anything Uh, i mean i'm open to even any answer so this could lead to anything but anything sexual please uh (laughs) that'll be ignored um because this is meant to be a clean show i say meant to be whereas me and my mate steve i was on a, a instagram thing uh last night you need to do that live thing and uh, my mate steve was on there with his other half denise um unless it's the other way around i think denise started a lot anyway and uh the conversation went from talking about health stuff and it was just talking about farting and uh i got the blame for that apparently Uh, somehow I lowered the tone, I don't know how, I mean I didn't even talk about it, it was him that sat on Instagram farting, he probably saved a video, he could probably upload it to one of their channels at some point, so I can't wait to look forward to that, but anyway let me know about that question, if you had to have three things, what would they be on a desert island, if two of them got taken away, what is the one thing you'd keep, Let me know all them social media. You'll find them in the show notes, which will be on every page. So as you see the show, underneath will be the show notes. It will have everything there to get hold of me. Now, don't forget. Now, I've started um, putting this up on YouTube because a lot of Android users, they haven't got access to certain things that can keep the podcast listened to. Um, so, for example, it's on my website, but a lot of Android phones aren't liking the player that I'm using. I don't know why, but uh, you can find it on YouTube at the uh, Anxiety Diary Podcast. And I will put a uh, little at thing in the show notes down below so you know where that is on YouTube. You'll see my ugly mug is the picture, so you'll know who it is. Well, that's another week over and done with, guys. It's coming to the end of the show, and pretty much I do hope this week's show wasn't too bad. And I'm sorry if I sounded like a shouting, but uh, I'm testing out a lot of things at the moment to see what will come out with the best clarity. Oh, I'm going to go off now to uh, lay down and go and do some other things. And the dog's barking, as you can hear doing my nutting today because he's been running up and down barking every time something comes past the, the flat and it's like oh come on so I have to close my bedroom door and close every other door so he doesn't go jumping up at the windows but he's alright most of the time but uh, it's been one of them days where you didn't think you're gonna have so many problems I mean my internet problem by the way I did do in between the break that I had I did chest the internet by turning turn it off and back on again it's still under par. I don't know why. It's going back to how it used to be. And I think if uh, my providers uh, finds out that BT have been playing about with their exchanges again. Oh, so it's all fun. But yeah, that's it until next week. But next week's show, we are going to highlight anorexia. So if you want to know about eating disorders and things like that, then you all know that I've been in the news for this. I used to be anorexic and pretty much I've got a grasp knowledge on this. So I thought I would add it into the show. Give a bit of uh, background knowledge on me. And plus everything else. And yeah. <laughs> I will see you in next week's show. I keep saying see you. That's being on YouTube too often. Hi, I will hope to uh, have you listening next week. To the podcast. See you later guys.